This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the latest batch of the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey asks agency employees about federal diversity and inclusion efforts. You can add the Treasury Department to the list of agencies whose workload may significantly increase due to climate change. And an audit finds the Pentagon may have greatly overpaid for items through one of DOD's acquisition programs. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A new index in the 2022 Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey, or FEVs, measures how feds feel about their agency's diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility actions. According to the index, 69% of government-wide respondents have positive perceptions of agencies' DEIA practices, and small agencies had higher positive opinions at 76%. The Office of Personnel Management says it will use the new index as a baseline to assess and compare results with future iterations of the survey. Human Resources employees get some help from the Office of Personnel Management to prepare for certification assessments. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more on that. Federal HR practitioners can use a new OPM checklist to figure out the trainings and experience they still need before taking the Delegated Examining or DE certification assessment. OPM also added some scenario questions to help HR workers better prepare for the test. An employee who fails the test has to wait 30 days before retaking it and another six months for every attempt after that. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Of the five management challenges the Treasury Department faces, only the threat of climate change is new for 2023. Treasury's Inspector General says it added climate change to the list of four others from previous years. The IG says climate change is a new management challenge because the role Treasury will play working with other agencies, foreign governments, and international financial institutions on global action to address climate change-created economic and financial crises. The other management and performance challenges include cybersecurity, IT acquisition and program management, pandemic relief, and anti-money laundering and terrorist financing. The Biden administration is turning to private sector experts to help hold it accountable to ensure programs funded by the American Rescue Plan Act are equitable across the country. The General Services Administration awarded a multi-year contract to the American Institute for Research to determine whether ARP-funded efforts are working as intended. GSA's Office of Evaluation Services and OMB's evidence team will then share any lessons learned in order to make service delivery more inclusive. GSA did not say how much the contract was worth. Federal agencies have some catching up to do to meet the Biden administration's zero-emission vehicle goals. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. Agencies may need to purchase as many as 30,000 zero-emission vehicles per year to meet the Biden administration's green government goals, according to the Government Accountability Office. Electric vehicles currently make up less than 1% of the federal fleet. An executive order signed last December directs agencies to buy only zero-emission light-duty vehicles starting in 2027 and buy only zero-emission vehicles across all categories by 2035. GSA officials tell GAO they are optimistic there will be electric vehicle options for all light-duty vehicles within the next five years. Jory Heckman. 
Federal News Network. A new Pentagon audit raises concerns about pricing in the FedMall program. That's the e-commerce system the Defense Logistics Agency runs for a wide variety of federal, state, and local agencies. The DOD Inspector General says poor internal controls allowed vendors to charge the government prices that were much higher than what they were charged outside of FedMall. The IG says the prices the government wound up paying were in some cases 533% higher than other purchasing options. The Department of Veterans Affairs' first chief data officer is moving on. VA Chief Data Officer Kashmendra Paul is leaving in November to become the Energy Department's Assistant Inspector General for Cybersecurity Assessments and Data Analysis. Paul joined the VA in September 2019 to establish the CDO role at the agency. In an email to staff, he says the Veterans Health Administration and the Veterans Benefits Administration are maturing in their use of data governance and data analytics. VA released its first enterprise data strategy in January 2021. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is trying to establish a common security baseline for widely used cloud services. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday explains. CISA released minimum security configurations for eight Microsoft 365 services last week. Agencies are being encouraged to adopt the minimum standards as part of a pilot program. The 365 services include Microsoft Teams, Exchange Online, and Azure Active Directory. CISA wants agencies to configure these widely used products with a minimal level of security features. CISA is also working on similar standards for Google Workplace applications. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. And a technology industry group is backing several NDAA proposals, but opposing one major cybersecurity provision. The Alliance for Digital Innovation told lawmakers in a letter that it supports the inclusion of provisions that encourage more adoption of modern software practices, as well as acquisition reforms like the Agile Procurement Act. But ADI also reiterated its opposition to a provision requiring the Department of Homeland Security to use software bills of material. ADI and other tech groups argue that SBOM is not ready for prime time. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.